If this broadcast reaches any other survivors, you are not alone. We are forming a network of survivors. We are on the west coast of the United States, though we hope for the network to reach as far as Kansas one day. For 30 minutes after sundown each day, we will listen on this frequency for a response. I repeat, you are not alone. Hello, survivors, and thanks for joining us for another secret meeting of the Dueling Hams Network. Welcome, warriors, and welcome, Art. Thanks for having me, Zoe. I would like to apologize now in case there are any unusual sounds. It's truly a war zone outside. I wouldn't say it's exactly a war zone. But there has been a massive influx of other zombies wandering about since we lost our beloved guard pet Tom to the war. There were two zombies outside this morning. Yes, two. Right outside the bunker. It's as high as a 20,000% increase since there used to be zero. It's an exponential increase. Well, we used to have Tom, so that's one. Uh, That means that this is closer to a 100% increase. Tom was no zombie. Tom was so much more. And I'm not sure that's even how percentages work, but I digress. The point is, we declared war and... The war appeared on our doorstep. Therefore, I apologize for any sounds you may hear, but I do not take responsibility for them. All this warmongering was Art's business. I made a teensy declaration last week, but I'd hardly say uh, it was the cause of all this. I'm not blaming you, it just seems like if one of us is responsible, you are more culpable. But regardless of who did what... We are a team now, and whether we all wanted war or not, war is what we got. The underground headquarters of the Duelinghams Network is now at the heart of the battlefield. And as a part of the network, you're all being drafted. That's right, and since we haven't received your applications in person yet, we'll just have to go with the honor system. If you were planning on joining or have received any benefits from the network, whether real or perceived, you are required to participate. Absolutely no questions asked. Which naturally means the first thing you'll have to do is get into uniform. That's why today's topic on From A to Z with Art and Zoe is all about... Fashion! Now, as the resident fashion expert... I want to remind you all that Art and I are not experts on any topic. Though, as the most expert in the room, I will do my best to answer your questions about fashion, clothing, and accessories as possible. And I will also do my best to answer your fashion questions as the more fashionable of the two. Well... I wouldn't say that. I do own significantly more pairs of shoes than you do. Then why are you wearing the same holy pair you've been wearing for the last eight months? You know why. We had to abandon all of our belongings in the zombie-infested house. But luckily, instead of extra shoes, I was able to escape with this 70-pound box of listener mail. And how lucky we are for that, because without it, we wouldn't be able to read you the letter which I have in my hands. We'll do our best to answer, and we can just let the listeners decide who they think is the fashion expert. Hello, Art. I have a huge interview tomorrow for my dream job. 
I've done research on the company, made a perfect resume, and practiced speaking in front of a mirror. All that's left is to pick out what to wear. I have no idea. It's a professional job, but it's entry-level to start. One day, I'd like to move up in the company, but for now, I don't want to show up overdressed. Thanks in advance from Nervous Nelly. Nelly, so glad to hear you're already working on your workplace lingo. Next time, try abbreviating thanks in advance to TIA and you'll really impress people. My gut reaction is that you probably waited a little long to decide what to wear. Realistically, you never would have heard my response on time. So I will recommend that you just plan these things out a little more in the future. But the advice that I'm about to give can apply to any job interview situation. It's important to look professional, but it's even more important to be comfortable. If you run out and buy a brand new expensive suit that you don't have time to press and tailor, you're gonna come across as both awkward and unprepared. A nice pair of slacks and a button-up shirt goes a long way. Just make sure they fit you well and you're used to wearing them. Maybe throw in a nice accessory such as a classic watch. Let your experience and education speak for you in the interview. Your clothes should just enforce that knowledge. For those of you that tuned out after Art took more than one sentence to respond, I'll distill his message down for you to a common and easy-to-follow saying, dress for the job you want and not the job you have. Oh, sure. I mean, that's a wonderful saying. Not sure if it's terribly helpful, though, since Nelly wrote in asking how to dress for the job that they want, and you're just telling them to just dress for the job they want. Don't be embarrassed because I simplified what you said. Our listeners know you have a tendency to get a little wordy. And most importantly, here's some real-world advice you can actually apply. Though you've all been unofficially officially drafted, there are some special job opportunities within the network. We're looking for hunters and gatherers, fighters, and we may even be looking for some spies. If this sounds interesting to you, be sure to show up in proper attire such as a black turtleneck, and we may just determine that you're a good fit. We are... We haven't, we didn't discuss any spies. I think that might be a little extreme right now, and it kind of makes me feel like we're playing dirty. The other side is already playing dirty, so we will too. I have as much disdain for others as you do, but how are they playing dirty? For starters, they let Tom go and have possibly captured him. I'd say that's pretty normal fare for wartime. At least they didn't kill him. And what about the thing we found today? The thing we agreed to discuss off-air and not bring up during the show? Yes. Can we perhaps not discuss that? If we can draft the listeners into war, we can certainly be honest with them. You know, I just would rather not discuss the S-E-C-R-E-T-P-I-T-Z-O-M-B-I-E with D-C-A-M-E-R-A on its H-E-A-D. Do you think our listeners are children or dogs? Just tell them what you saw, Art. Okay, well, today I was checking on the zombie pits, starting with the west right at dawn and working my way clockwise. Don't get any ideas out there because I change up my schedule 
and routine regularly, so you'll never catch me doing the same thing at the same time. So as I went in to strategically move out the few zombies that I'd caught, I noticed something strange. It had a camera strapped to its head! A zombie did! They've sent a spy! The ZPA is recruiting the undead. Okay, I was telling the story, though. I also think you may have misrepresented some of the evidence. We don't know that they're a spy. We don't know for sure it was a camera. And we certainly don't know that they are recruiting the undead. Think about how hard they would be to train. PTA Martha at the ZPA always had rigorous training schedules planned, and she is highly manipulative. If she can trick a bunch of housewives into baking until 2 a.m. to sell cupcakes for 10 cents apiece for fundraising so a bunch of snot-nosed kids can go to a planetarium, I'm sure she can convince a few wayward walking corpses to do her bidding. I'd hate to say that you're wrong. I doubt that very much. But... Isn't it much more likely that they had a volunteer person with a camera strapped to their head who then got infected and became a zombie? Fine. Maybe. I don't know. But the point is, if they could train a zombie, certainly we could train a follower to do our bidding. I mean, certainly we could hire a highly capable listener to engage in a dash of espionage. Maybe. Well, you can think about it while we have this word from our sponsors. In three, two, one. Today's episode is brought to you by Boots. Whether it's snow, mud, or the blood of your enemies, Boots have you covered. Wait a second. We can't be sponsored by Tom's Old Boots two weeks in a row. Why not? You think every podcast host out there is... Fighting for scraps to get new advertisements every week? I don't think so. If the other podcast host jumped off a cliff, would you do it too? Besides, we can't even compare ourselves to anyone else. There are no other podcasts, for goodness sake. Just acknowledge you didn't even think about a sponsor this week. But I did. You told me the topic in advance this time, and I thought, what a great segue those boots would be for a clothing sponsor. It's not my fault we did Tom's old boots last week. I didn't know this week's topic. Your lack of planning is not my emergency. Whatever then, I guess we can have the same sponsor. Go ahead. Listeners of From A to Z with Art and Zoe will get a special discount on their boots when they report for duty. Rush out and get some today. It's Tom's old boots. These boots are made for warring. I mean, walking. Wink, wink. You even recycled the joke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the boots are recycled, so why not? And we're back. Thank you for always getting the job done, even if it requires the minimum effort possible, Art. I'll read the next listener mail. Funny how they've addressed it to me again. You could say the listeners have already decided who they think the fashion expert is. You could say that. I prefer to hear from them directly rather than assuming. You know what they say about assuming. It Whoa, Zoe. I think you were about to use explicit language there. This is a family show. Aside from all the discussion of killing zombies, covering the world in blood, and uh, starting wars. But certainly... We do not swear. 
I wasn't going to swear. I was going to say that assuming makes you look like a fool because you're usually wrong. I suppose that's true. This listener asks, Art, I'd love to refresh my wardrobe frequently, but I find buying new clothes to be too expensive and wasteful, especially if I'm only wearing them to work a few times before getting bored of the outfit. I like to shop at thrift stores, but my co-workers made fun of me when they realized that that's where I get my clothes. I also make a lot less than most of them, and I'm always thinking about what they say when I'm not there. How can I convince them that I'm spending top dollar like they are without actually doing it? Andrea. Well, Andrea, that is Oh, a- I see the confusion here. Both these topics are not about fashion. They're about work. That's why the letter writers keep addressing these to you, Art. Not to worry, though. I can actually handle this one just fine. Andrea. At the outset, I feel like pointing out there is nothing wrong with shopping at thrift stores. In fact, it's a great way to make your fashion change up less hurtful to the environment and, yes, even the economy. That being said, the first people to be eaten were probably the rich. If you really want to blend in with them, I'm sure they've got wardrobes full of wonderful clothes that they aren't using. This way you can look great without harming the economy or the environment, and I doubt they'll have anything to say about it. I'm sure Art was going to say something very similar and have it be much more about work and professionalism and blah blah blah. That's not what I was going to say at all. I was actually going to say that buying used clothes is a lot like buying a used car. If you buy something new and you wear it once, it's just like driving off the lot and immediately diminishing the value. So why spend the extra money just to be the first person to stain it with brains or snag it on a tree while running from people who want to eat your brains? Go ahead and hit up those thrift shops, or better yet, repurpose an old sleeping bag or tarp and really make yourself something durable for the apocalypse. With no New York Fashion Week, who's to say which clothes are in or out this season? The one part I do concur with Zoan is that your rich co-workers are definitely dead. So not saying to disrespect them or anything, but if they did have a nice pair of shoes or a handbag that you previously admired, I'd say go for it. All that to conclude the same thing, I already stated. Words are important, though. Metaphors and similes help people to grasp concepts as specific examples, none of which you provided. I think I've made it clear who the bigger fashionista is here. Yes, everyone knows that using similes and metaphors is essential to fashion. Uh, I did have one more letter, but it's more of the same nonsense. People, it's an apocalypse out there. Wear what you want. Comfort and functionality is key. And I recommend not wearing anything too loose-fitting. We're really going to shame people for wearing sweatpants and hoodies, Art. Oh. <laughs> By all means, wear what you want, Zoe. It's just that much easier for the undead to latch onto that extra material. Fair enough, I suppose. I'll add those warnings onto the items in the merch store. And that's all the time we have for today, folks. Zoe and I have a date. We do? What did you plan? 
Ah, I love it when you surprise me like that. A date with a corpse in a pit, of course. Then we'll get to the bottom of the body cam footage. You know I love a good movie. Sounds like a great plan. We'll pop some canned corn and really make a night of it. No. We'll report back to the listeners on our findings next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode of From A to Z with Art and Zoe. As a reminder, all talks of a war between us and the ZPA are purely for fun. Should you choose to take up arms and raid them, that is purely your decision. Just make sure to report back with details. If you need advice on lawn maintenance, building a sandcastle, overthrowing the government, or anything else from A to Z, you can message me at fromarttozoe at gmail.com. That's F-R-O-M-A-R-T-T-O-Z-O-E at gmail.com. Be sure to vote on this week's poll, Who's the Fashion Expert? Art, who claims to be the expert on everything, or Zoe, who actually has more than one pair of shoes. This is a message for other survivors. We will listen for a response on this frequency for 30 minutes after sundown each day. We are looking for people to join the Dueling Hams Network of Survivors. Application required. Reach out and let us know you're there. You You are are not not alone. alone. Over.